The following channeled message is brought to you by the Divine Love Sanctuary Foundation. The Foundation's mission is to awaken humankind to the wonders of divine love and to be channels of love, peace, and healing for our planet. Now, another celestial message. Oh, thank Jesus, I come once again to speak to you about things pertaining to the spiritual nature of humanity. <clears throat> but today I wish to address the issue of the mind and how it inhibits the conscious experience and understanding of the soul and why this is such a formidable barrier to this understanding and experience. The mind is a gift from God. It is most certainly a powerful part of the expression of humanity in the material world and of those spirits in the lower spheres and those in the natural love spheres. The mind is the great focus and expression of the individual. And that mind is not obtained until the spirit incarnates into the flesh and becomes an individuated being. The soul separated from its other half and embarking upon a journey of development, of experience, of expression. And because of the very nature of your material world, that world that has been created by humanity, the mind is the focus where energies and education and reinforcement is given to that of the development of the material mind. And in most cases, that of the spiritual development of the child is somewhat neglected and not seen as an important aspect of the growing child. Though certainly from infancy, that child has many spiritual expressions a conscious realization of its true self. But that soon disappears as the child is molded and influenced by the forces around it to become an expression of the material mind and all that this entails. The world is very focused upon indoctrinating all children as they grow into adults in such a way that they become functional and productive individuals in society. That is done in many ways, from your media to your schools, to the interaction between adults and children, the interaction between children together. So the mind is stimulated constantly 
and information is put in to the memory bank of the mind almost every moment, ensuring that the mind is well developed and able to engage in the material world. And so the mind has become the dominant aspect of consciousness in the individual. Unfortunately, this has never meant to be the case. That truly a balance between the mind, the material mind, and the spirit mind was always meant to be established. But the mind is finely tuned to all that which nourishes it. What is often misunderstood as the subconscious mind <coughs> is actually the attunement of faculties of the material mind which allow for the transmission of thought in the ethers around the earth created by other individuals and by spirits who influence the individual. This subtle influence is actually a powerful motivator to human behavior. For its essence is in the flow of thought and expression of feelings, which lie outside of the individual's consciousness, but infiltrate that consciousness through the energetic patterns that are created by the many individuated thoughts that are expressed in the world. And these thoughts are often, often have a common denominator, a feeling, an expression that is carried by many others, though certainly colored by the individual expression. They are very similar and resonate together, creating these streams of thought that enter into the consciousness of the individual. They are powerfully influenced by these energies expression of humanity, the human condition as we call it. And so the minds of every individual upon this planet are highly influenced by outside forces, whether it be that which is seen and heard and acknowledged by the five senses or that which is an expression that what you call the sixth sense absorbs. You have a theory called the hundred monkeys, and that is that in a community of apes, 
which are widespread and not interacting on a daily basis. And one individual ape may discover something, a tool, some way of benefiting that individual. Their operation of this knowledge spreads not only to their community, but outside of their community to other communities. How is this possible? It is because there is a psychic connection, a bond between these individual apes. And so the knowledge, the experience, the influence flows between them in this way. Apes are not intellectually comparable to humans, but there is a similarity. For within humanity is also this interconnectivity, this consciousness that flows between all within humanity. Although scientifically this has not been well proven, it is, I think, a practical fact between humanity, human individuals, as they experience insights and practical guidance, which they believe originates in their own thinking process, but most likely comes from outside influences such as what I've described. And of course, there is the influence of your devices, which send to you subtle signals and information, which the brain absorbs in what you call an unconscious way, but is not necessarily unconscious, but is very subtle and hard to pick up in a conscious way because the mind is engaged elsewhere. The power and influence of humanity amongst itself and within the material world, the earth, is indeed very powerful. It is formidable because humanity has become an overshadowing part of the world, inhabiting so many places, changing so many landscapes, influencing so many elements of the world, so many natural elements. And yet humanity continues to see itself from their individuated perspectives, believing that they control and have the power over their thinking process and their behavior. That it is merely a stimulus and response experience in the material world. But indeed, this is far from the truth. That there are many outside forces that manipulate and influence the individual. Though they do not see the complexity and understand the subtlety of these forces, they are nonetheless Influ highly influenced by these elements that exist, some created by human existence and some created by the earthly existence and some by the spirit existence. And so the 
individual is surrounded by layers of energetic, psychic, and mindful input, which is not consciously acknowledged, but does indeed have a powerful effect upon the motivations and feelings and insights and experiences of the individual in the material world. With this powerful reality that is part of the human experience, it is understandable that there are great challenges and difficulties for each soul to make a clear and recognizable interconnection with their soul. The mind dominates powerful patterns of behavior reinforced constantly. The motivations and perspective of the mind reflects and empowers continuous reinforcement of human consciousness from the material mindful perspective. And this is the accepted and well reinforced paradigm of human existence. Yet there is so much more to the individual than that of the mind constantly churning in its machinations and perceptions and linear deductions thereby reinforcing the reality that is man-made. How can the subtleties of the soul penetrate these conditions? How can the soul truly be recognized and acknowledged in a world that is so hardened by materialism and material perception. It is truly a struggle for any individual in your world to overcome the many barriers to this understanding and experience of the deeper part of the individual. And I've talked about this in many ways. And how often the individual comes to these places of deeper consciousness through traumatic means, through ways that are unexpected and with some through their great struggle and pursuit of spiritual truth. Whatever way the individual may come to the consciousness of the soul, 
result in a deep recognition within the mind for the mind is capable of recognizing the consciousness of soul But the great challenge is that the mind often rejects this because it is intimidated by its sense of the power of soul consciousness, its difference, its almost alien expression. So for many, they continue on in their material ways and mindful ways. Which endeavors to negate the experience of something so different and new. Thinking it is the figment of the imagination. And yet the imagination is closer to soul consciousness than any other aspect of the material mind. It is that free flow of thoughts and ideas opening a channel towards spirit influence and the influence of the soul into the consciousness of the mind. Indeed, many enjoy these, this flow of imagination, intrigued by where it may bring the consciousness, what may come to the conscious individual. Images, and thoughts, and feelings flow readily. one may consider this a waking dream when there is an opening that allows for the free flow of these aspects of human imagination. It can be a portal to the soul. Or the way that the soul integrates and experiences life is more similar to the mechanisms of imagination than any other part of the human brain and consciousness. Given discipline and practice, this portal may be opened at will thereby opening the possibility of understanding or at least experiencing in a conscious way that of the soul awareness. These aspects of the mind also bring the individual to a closer awareness of the spirit world, closer awareness of the mind expression that gathers around the earth. and all other subtle aspects of human consciousness. Since so much of human endeavor focuses upon linear thought, assessment, trial and error, approaching life from understanding the mechanisms of life. 
these other amorphous qualities of the mind, consciousness, are often ignored and redirected towards the purposeful expression of materialism. Yet this powerful trend and reality of the human in uh, life is becoming destructive and unproductive because it is inhibiting the flow and functioning of the earth and all that this entails. you understand the power that they carry, if you see beyond their own mindful consciousness and their expectations are that this is the expression of life that is meaningful and purposeful. They see little beyond this expression, inhabiting those parts of their brain and their minds, which reinforces this attitude and brings to them a sense of stability and truth about human existence. To move beyond this is almost sacrilegious in your Western points of view and that which is of the material points of view in the world. Those who do venture beyond these things are considered an oddity and at times pitied upon because they have not learned to adopt the common view. They are different. And that difference makes them unattractive to others who have or are engaged in this common perspective. Thus, the human need for acceptance and belonging is sacrificed in the endeavor of those things that are contrary to human belief and experience. These outliers are isolated and challenged. And yet, there are those who gather together with similar perspectives and find comfort in their fellowship, their connection with one another. because of the complexity of human existence and even the nature of human reality. Finding truth, spiritual truth, is a very difficult 
journey indeed. Do you find their way to the truths of which I speak of? They find my words fanciful, even uncredible because of the way they have been delivered in contemporary messages, mediumship. And of course, they contradict and are contrary towards present human endeavor and priorities, motivations. Yet within the consciousness of every individual, there is a sense that there is something more, that there is a deep lacking within them, often a sense of not being loved, or that that love that they experience is not adequate and fulfilling. And because of the mind's protective ways, there is a tendency to rationalize and to ignore these deep inner sensibilities. Indeed, humanity needs to break through these barriers, these biases and prejudices that are so common to the mental machinations of humanity. There is such fear of vulnerability, of change, of challenging the status quo. The resistance is great. For each individual has been taught from a very early age, indoctrinated into human reality, so that they, within their minds, are completely convinced that what they see and feel and experience in this way is the only truth available to them. And that the pursuit of materialism is the only true motivation that will bring them happiness, fulfillment. As I have said many times, this very attitude and expression of humanity will be shattered by the coming changes on your earthly plane. You can imagine how fragile humanity will be when their ideas of truth, ideas of life have been shattered into a million pieces. What will they do? How will they come to bring their life to, back together again into a semblance of truth, a semblance of a life lived that reflects the ideas and paradigms a past human experience. Humanity will experience a great crisis, a terrible reckoning, because of these challenges that God will present and the earth will present to humanity that will wipe 
clean their lives from all the accoutrements and complexities of human reality laid bare and vulnerable humanity will be given a choice to seek something that is more of their true nature, their souls, or to perish in the vulnerability of material existence and belief that will not allow them to shift in their consciousness and ability to adapt to a new life. God will ensure that all the forces marshaled to bring healing to your world will uplift and direct humanity towards this new way, this new life. But humanity must let go of its arrogance, false beliefs and errors that have until now ensured their dominance of the world and their ignorance of what that dominance has done to the world. Their eyes will be opened all of your eyes shall be opened. And to have humanity laid bare in this way will bring revelations of horror, a true understanding of the human condition and those things that motivate all upon your planet to do what they believe is needed to ensure their well-being. But in the ways that these things are done, there is great destruction and a lack of respect for the planet in which they live and the life in which they have been given by God. As I have indicated, this is not a conscious expression within the individual's life. Rather, it is because they move in the flow of human consciousness, all the aspects of human consciousness, so that through allowing and accepting these influences in their lives, they continue on this flow, this river of human endeavor. That which empowers this river of human endeavor will be curtailed by God and by the natural forces upon the earth. Therefore, the mechanisms and inventions and creations of man will become impotent and unable to support man in the material world. Humanity will be forced to reconsider their motivations, their needs and desires for the basic needs of the individual, for shelter, clothing and food 
will be greatly challenged by a world in transition. Yet humanity is very resourceful and combined with individual resourcefulness, there will be many powers and influences and assistance given by outside forces which are being orchestrated and marshaled by God. Therefore, those who are willing to accept and embrace these outside forces in conjunction with allowing the higher functionings of the individual, that of their soul, and their higher mental functionings will adapt quickly to a new world and find solutions to a world that is shifting under their feet. These great changes will allow humanity to see for themselves in a practical, even material way, the great power that they wield and the great resources within them that have not been tapped and utilized to enhance their life and bring it into harmony with God's creation and world. The human consciousness, that of the mind, will crack open in response to the coming changes. This will be an almost universal experience of pain. Humanity will be greatly distraught. as the underpinnings of their reality are removed. And those who are of faith, who have a belief and understanding of their deeper selves, who are of light, and who utilize their gifts in their daily life will have a great advantage over those who are lost and confused and distraught. Those who are receptive to God's influence, his will, will be guided deeply and shown clearly the ways in which they may be utilized to help humanity recover from these traumas. And as time progresses, those who are seeking to grow within their soul, who are seeking the great gift from God, which is his love, will be awakened in their faculties and abilities that are beyond that of mindful consciousness, material consciousness. They will know what they must do, and each will be given specific guidance will be shown clearly, will have a true understanding of the process of recovery 
in the transitioning from human reality to that of divine reality. And so I urge you all to continue to grow in God's love, to continue to explore those aspects of yourself that is not of the mindful, but of the spiritual. Although this world of yours considers such pursuits impractical and unuseful, in times to come, they will be of the utmost practicality and usefulness. For in order to integrate into the new world, these aspects of human expression and consciousness must come alive and be utilized so that each individual may be in harmony with the new world, a world that insists upon this higher consciousness in order for the individual to function properly within it. God will not interfere with the individual's choice, but in truth, the choice towards that which is of the new consciousness, allowing the shift to take place within them, will be extremely evident and beneficial to the individual who allows themselves to see beyond their fear and what is lacking as a result of the great changes coming. It is a step of faith for each individual to step into this new reality without bringing with them a desire to pursue that which has come before this new truth. In many ways, it will be impossible to integrate the old with the new. But indeed, in some respects, there will be a harmonious integration. And those who are meant to open that door will be given the opportunity to do so. What has been missing in the past is the truth of wisdom, the truth of love, an acknowledgement of the sacredness of life, the truth of humility, and how humility will gain the individual much in their lives, whereas self-assertion and the pursuit of power has diminished the vitality of your world while it, uh, you become more empowered with material objectives and pursuits. Think of a world without all of these material distractions, all that is of man's making, that is created for the gratification of the individual who does not understand the great price that is being paid for this.
humanity has wonderful faculties and abilities. Many things that are yet unrealized and untapped within human consciousness. God is giving humanity the opportunity to shift beyond its stodgy perspective. This mental condition that is stuck within a very two-dimensional reality. The reality that is coming is more than this two dimension. It is great and multi-dimensional. It is filled with many possibilities. It will show man his great potential, that which he can pursue and know and practice and apply in the material world. Humanity will understand that they are spirit engaged in a material form. And with this understanding, they will come to know the potential of spirit and the potential of their soul. To awaken to gifts and abilities that would seem far-fetched in a world of today. The world will transition into something of greater light and harmony. And that world will allow the engagement of many spiritual gifts and abilities. And so the challenges of the material world and the survival within it will transition into something that is less challenging and of greater spiritual substance. The journey will be swift in comparison to human endeavor through the history of its existence. But still, this journey will be intense and challenging, and many will not be able to survive it. Yet they will transition into a world that will allow them the luxury of time to grow spiritually and grow within themselves in a way that they are of greater light. God's loving mercy towards humanity allows the suffering to be brief. Although it may be intense, the rewards when one travels beyond it will be great. And the sacrifices of those of you who remain upon the earth will ensure a beautiful life for your progeny, for your children's children and their children and onward for many, many generations to come. This is a great gift from God. You are experiencing and will experience a wonderful awakening transition from darkness into greater light. And those of you who truly accept and embrace this will be greatly rewarded in time. And you will look back and realize 
that you had experienced a great gift from God, a wondrous transition from all that which you wondered about and speculated in the past to the realization and affirmation of truth in such a way that it cannot be denied. Your mind will find its way, its balance, with your spirit mind and soul mind. These things will find their place in harmony together. And in time, those who walk the divine path will know a deep merging and integration of these aspects of your being as the soul's mind overshadows all and absorbs all that you are. Much will come as the world continues its transition into light. God's great healing continues to manifest and his powerful touch is upon you, beloved brothers and sisters. And we in the celestial kingdom continue to add our support and our ministrations upon each of you who are receptive and open to these things. And even those from other worlds are focusing upon you, seeking to uphold you, and curious about how God will accomplish this great task of transitioning human consciousness to that of material ways, to that of the spirit, and all that is in harmony with God. It is a wondrous time to be alive, my beloved friends. You will know a journey that is so extraordinary, that is so unexpected, and that which you could not truly understand at this time, but will unfold in good time as God continues to prepare his children for a new world, a new beginning, resetting all that is in human consciousness to that which is in greater alignment with the divine. May God bless you on this journey, beloved souls, and keep you steadfast upon the path of love. May you know that you are not alone, that you are well cared for and protected, guided, and that these things shall grow in light as you continue to seek God's love and protection and blessings so it shall be given to his children who are faithful, who know of him and seek him out. God bless you, beloveds. I am your brother and friend, Jesus, and I am with you in love. I bless you in love. And I pray for this world that it may be healed, that all those upon it may experience the healing, the blessings that God intends for his children. God bless you, beloveds. My love is with you, always. 
This has been a Divine Love Sanctuary Foundation channeled message presentation. For more Divine Love messages, visit DivineLoveSanctuary.com.